Doorknob. Do you like good yo-yos? Do you like yo-yos that are good for yo-yoing with? Do you like yo-yos that make you think, hmm, I really want a yo-yo with this yo-yo? Well, I'm here to tell you about four yo-yos that are good for yo-yoing with. The four new Duncan Toys yo-yos. The Orbit, the Counterpunch, the Roadrunner, and the Mayhem all promise to be yo-yos that make you go, wow, this is a pretty good yo-yo. I like yo-yoing with this yo-yo. For more details and pictures of these four yo-yos, you can go to the Duncan Toys Instagram, or you can wait for a few weeks for when they release at your favorite yo-yo store and try them out for yourself. Remember, throw Duncan, because if it isn't a Duncan, it isn't a yo-yo. And Duncan equals love, etc. Evan Nagao just won the World Yo-Yo Contest on his newest signature yo-yo, the Edge Beyond from Yo-Yo Factory. This is the newest installment into the Edge series, a bimetal yo-yo. Um, this update has an extremely beefy rim meant for longer spin times and more stability. Evan has killed it on his past few freestyles, winning US Nationals and Worlds on this yo-yo, and you should definitely look into buying one when it comes out. I mean, who wouldn't want the world champion yo-yo? In computer science, a parser takes a very complicated idea expressed in a language and translates it into something simple for the computer to understand. Similarly, Corco has released their yo-yo, the Parser, to make your yo-yo buying decision extremely simple and easy. At $45 for a killer yo-yo, there's no way you'll ever be able to beat this deal. Be sure to pick one up at your favorite retailer and be on the watch for more from Corco in the future. Thanks, and enjoy the episode. Personally, I find it extremely beneficial to know another style outside of 1A. This will help you come up with new ideas in 1A and also just learn fundamentals better as a whole. One place that I find it extremely worthwhile to learn from is learn.yoexpert.com. Here, there are tutorials for 2A, 4A, and 5A, and if you are to learn the basics in those, you will definitely see improvement in your 1A skills as well. Check it out! Hey, I wanted to take this time to thank Jordan of Smashing Yo-Yos for making the float with us here at Scales Collective. The float was able to send me to China to compete at the World Yo-Yo Contest. And I just want to explain what an altruistic act it was of Jordan to uh, take so much of this under his control and get the yo-yo made. Thank everyone who bought one. And I just want to say that Smashing Yo-Yos is truly one of the best companies that I've ever gotten to work with, and you should buy their stuff at smashingyoyos.co.uk. The Suction is a new collaboration yo-yo that has both the characteristics of Unparalleled and Art, in which Unparalleled focuses on a competition-oriented design mindset, while Art concentrates on good feelings of fun and floatiness. Also, the flashback has been discounted to a price of $100, and more colors will be coming out soon. Yuki Nishisako just killed it at Worlds with this yo-yo and got a third place in 1A, so it must be pretty good. Hey, uh, have you seen any of these new G-squared yo-yo colorways? They have the drip, the swirl, the splash, the splatter, and the solids. This is functional art, my friends, and you can check it all out on gsquaredyoyos.com. 
Do you ever just want to be surprised with your mail day? Do you want to try out new yo-yos from new brands? Do you like deals, most importantly? Well, look no further. The Monthly Throw is an awesome subscription-based service that sends yo-yos to you periodically based on what subscription tier you'd like to choose. Check out their work at monthlythrow.com. Evan Nagao has been sick pretty often lately. When he came to New York, he had some flu-like symptoms. Uh, at the World Yo-Yo Contest, he had the stomach flu. And he's a pretty sick yo-yo player. How, how about that? It, okay, I guess that was kind of a softball. Uh, you could have seen that coming from a mile away, but more or less, he is the world champion. The world champion. That's the whole wide world, everyone. The whole world. Mark and I interviewed him right after Nationals when he was discussing his plan for world domination, which he also accomplished, believe it or not. He was the most prepared player by far, and he deserved it more than anybody else. One thing that Evan also does very well is social media. We discuss how he gets his videos to go viral on Reddit here. He has meticulously planned out the whole thing, and I can't even plan a meal properly. I am thoroughly impressed. I also, deep down, hate that he's a really good guy on top of all of this. This was recorded uh, walking around New York, eventually settling down in Washington Square Park. I personally always like when a podcast has a little atmosphere. Uh, maybe you don't, let us know, but this one does. So enjoy this interview with the new world champion, Evan Nagao. Skills, skills, skills. Alright, so we're in, where are we? I guess the East Village? No, we're by West Forth. It's by NYU. We're by NYU. We're hanging out. Wait, is this happening right now? It's happening right now. It's recording? It's yeah. recording. Okay. We're, we're walking to go find a place. We're here with Levi Mark Mangaren. Hello. And Evan Nagal. What's that? And I am Andrew Bergen. <laughs> Why are you talking like that? <laughs> Isn't my, I'm just, I'm feeling kind of NPR right now. You know? Okay. And... <laughs> And we're here, we're here to talk some stuff. Yeah. So this man standing next to me is our national yo-yo champion currently. Congrats. Congrats. Thank you. How's it feel again? Uh, it feels really good, actually. This year better than last year, or last year better than this year? Uh, I think equal, but, like, different. Last year was, like, emotional. There was, like, a hint of sadness, actually. The hint? first year. The first year. Why? Um... I don't know, I guess like because I, I was tearing of joy and like maybe my body just was like, dude, why are you crying? And it, it was like, you must be sad or something. I don't know. But yeah, uh, I, think it, I think it was also like it's over and it's like not, you know, yeah. it was never going to be this good again. I, I don't know. I don't know why. It was, there was a hint of like sadness. Was uh, winning nationals, was it like a long time goal for you? Yeah, super long time. Like, I mean, like since I was like, you know, six years old or whatever. Wow. Yeah. So the second time you won nationals. Yeah, the second time, the feeling was more just like, 
excitement and like it, it was like a okay i'm on my path to like win worlds because it was like part of like I, i think i needed to win nationals to prove that i have a chance at winning worlds yeah and most so. people do that, or that yeah yeah what do you think what do you think it is that like especially this year because would you say the competition was uh better this year than it was last year uh so like i i didn't really watch any of the, the freestyles so i didn't know so i would say that i don't think i've ever been to a contest that was like quite at this level mm-hmm. like even even worlds last year didn't really feel like the same sort of excitement or even skill level i think everyone seemed really prepared what do you think it was that let you edge out the competition <laughs> I like that uh, that <laughs> plug right there. Uh, I don't know. I didn't focus on like winning the contest this year uh-huh. as much. I just focused on like performing my best routine, and uh, it had nothing honestly to do with the competition while I was on stage. Like mm-hmm. preparing, like preparing, like six months before going to the contest, I was preparing my freestyle to win. But then once I was on stage and like just ready to go, my whole goal was just to get everybody excited and like do a good routine so yeah and it, i think i think it turned out great uh I, i it turned me from a bitter competitor to a true believer <laughs> what does that mean what, what um, does that mean i i mean i was discussing this with you like i oh. always felt i don't know how to put it like i mean I don't think we had ever spoken that much prior to this contest, like, personally. It's, like, I was always yeah. looking to beat, let's say, you and Gentry. Mm-hmm. And, like, that was, like, that was, like, a main goal of mine. And, like, I didn't, like, for me, like, that was, like, part of what was, like, pushing me to, uh, to do well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then... Yeah, I know we were kind of talking about this, like, a little bit on Facebook and stuff. Yeah. So... Then, like, I, I guess, especially after seeing the last performance and just seeing, like, how well it went and just, like, realizing it's, like, we we're all kind of looking for the same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, like, sort of, like, acceptance on, like, this, like, in, like, in a way that you have to accomplish it. You can't just get that. You can't buy that acceptance from everyone and, like, excitement out of everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just sort of, like, changed a way that I kind of look at things. Um, I think I started looking at it a little bit differently prior to that, but especially then I was like, man, like this is so good. It's like so undeniably good that, uh, like I'm just happy for you. And then well, I think that also has to do with like what you were saying before about how like you feel like you're being really successful uh, like outside of the yo-yo scene, right? And like yeah, so I was like even though like like maybe my routine was better, but I think it's also just because you're like becoming a better person in your own life too and that's helping you to see things in a different way maybe do you, do either of you think that there's more to doing freestyles than just winning uh in I, general yeah i mean i never did before <laughs> i mean i did before i did way before and then for a while i was like why would you compete if you're not trying to win and now i kind of see it from a different perspective i think the, the best that like the best that you can do when we're competing for nothing mm-hmm. like m- no money no like we're just competing for ourselves really yeah so the best thing that you can possibly do i think is make everyone in the room as happy as possible Mm -hmm. 
right? That that's that's my philosophy. I mean, of course, I want to win. It's like there's a lot of merit to winning, and it's just like like it just feels good to like be at the top of your game. But I mean, for me, it's always just about like making people's lives better. And I, I saw like on my Reddit post that I had, there was like people actually commenting like, "Holy shit! Like I'm in tears. Like you made my day." <laughs> I don't know if we're allowed to swear on the. Yeah, yeah, you're okay. Good. Just don't. Uh, don't don't be like crazy. Okay. Yeah. Uh, if yeah. you get crazy, I'll edit it out though. Okay. I good, know good. you're known to get crazy. Dude, you know me too well, man. <laughs> known um, crazy guy. <laughs> but um, <laughs> edge nation. <laughs> yeah, I'm the I'm the edge lord myself right here. Um, but uh, so yeah, honestly, it just feels really good to know that people were impacted by my freestyle. Yeah. And like. I think it helps that I got first because that gets it out to more people and like it made it allowed my vi- uh, video to go viral. But like, at the end of the day, if I didn't get first at nationals, but I did that routine still and everybody was hyped, like that was enough reward for me. the The winning was just like a bonus, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, be- like being in the room, there was like a distinct energy that was different from your freestyle and everyone else's mm-hmm. i guess you wouldn't know because you didn't watch because you only yeah. care about yourself <laughs> which is fine because Damn it. because your goal is to make everyone me. else happy so just don't watch anyone else that's fine <laughs> God damn it. uh if you, but, to, if you want to give advice to other competitors about improving their freestyles but from a context of you know achieving the same goal not just the winning i mean we can all talk about what you need to do to win but to kind of like make an enjoyable freestyle that people can enjoy and you know give that kind of quality and like eventually kind of bring yo-yoing elevate yo-yoing to some degree what would you what kind of advice would you give i mean the biggest thing is just create your routine like in advance six months in advance is how long i did uh for this contest because like the longer you have to practice your routine then you're not when you're on stage you're not thinking about what trick you're gonna do it just happens naturally and so you can focus on like smiling you can focus on getting the audience hyped and like all the things that are in performance mm-hmm. yeah i agree with that i i find that the more prepared you are the better you do no matter what mm-hmm. like it just it's inevitable uh i've been sometimes recently i've been cramming before contests more than i would like to be mm-hmm. but just starting it six months in advance will put you way ahead like i've had i've been doing a portion of my nationals freestyle for a long time now like almost a year and it's like that part i know in and out and the the part that gave me issues was the beginning and the end the Mm. two new parts it just it's that's what happened i didn't get to like see your routine yet so like i don't know but yeah it wasn't that great (laughs) it really wasn't well that's honest (laughs) Uh, what was I gonna say? So, when you so you had a lot of media coverage mm-hmm. from this contest. So this happened last year as well, correct? To yeah. some extent. So do you have a strategy to get these posts like to the front of Reddit, sort mm-hmm. of thing? Yeah, I do actually. Are, can you reveal them? Um, so the first strategy, at least whatever you're willing to reveal. No, it's it's all like you know very straightforward. I mean, the first strategy is to choose a song that is gonna go viral. Uh huh. So I think uh, you know things like Busta Rhymes, where he has that super fast, like yeah. flowy part. Somebody's calling me. I'm gonna just ignore them. Oh, that's oh it's Ben. ben. <laughs> this is no you can answer. Him. By the way. Yeah. No. 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 I'm good. I'm good. 
Um, He's probably wondering where we are. Or should I? Yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, Busta Rhymes has that crazy part. And, like, it's kind of, like, even the song itself is pretty impressive. Like, listening to Busta Rhymes just go, like, machine gun. And so yo-yoing to it, I just felt like it would be, like, extra impressive. And it would be caught by, uh, like, Reddit and the internet and stuff. And then with Freebird, I mean, Freebird's, like, kind of, like, the national anthem, the unofficial national anthem. Um, so I just had a feeling that it would go viral. Mm-hmm. And so even before, uh, like, creating those routines, I was thinking about that. And then once I finished my routine, like, I, I once the video got uploaded, I posted to Reddit, um, and there were some aspects to it that I don't, I mean, I could go into detail about it, but it's, like, a lot of stuff that probably would take up too much time. But um, essentially, just posted something that makes me seem human. Like, I played with a child's toy, and I won, and I felt like a rock star. And and then I posted to Facebook and Instagram the Reddit Reddit page that had my posts on it and told people to upvote, comment, and share it. And do you think that works, the strategy of telling people? it plays a huge factor oh yeah sure because the thing is it's all about it's like lighting a fire it's like you have your tinder right so you really have to like work super hard to get that light to go but once like the like the post gets to the top of our videos then all the people in our videos start to see it and then eventually like it goes to the front page and just it gets like completely goes viral so it's just a matter of starting and getting that tinder lit and then it just kind of goes on its own. Yeah. So the last question regarding that, uh, just the the social media strategy sort of thing. Did you only post to our videos, or did you post to other ones as well? Just our videos because it's so big. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, my my follow up question to that would be: So I'm sure. Do you get obsessed with reading the comments? Um, you must read a lot of them, especially like it's exciting when your video goes up. I think. Like, I read all the comments, like, on any video that I'm involved with for the most part mm-hmm. at some point. Well, so this is another part of the strategy to keeping the video viral is staying, like, connected to everybody that's asking questions and stuff. Uh-huh. So they know you're not just somebody, like, trying to sell out. Like, you're actually, you actually care about the Reddit community and, like, answering people's questions. So I do, like, go through all the comments and try to answer as many as, uh, like, I can that aren't, like, repeat questions. Um... But I, yeah, so I don't really feel like I get obsessed with the comments. Although this time I did notice that I was spending so much time on Reddit and Facebook and Instagram that I was just literally exhausted throughout the day, just trying to answer questions and just I was like, dude, I need a break. So like, like recent and actually I got sick because of it. Like I think I was just all <laughs> you stressed got sick out. From, yeah, from sick from Reddit. Comments. Yeah, dude. Sick of Reddit too much man so they would, the, the redditors would appreciate that <laughs> <laughs> it's all your fault right yeah. um no but i uh, it's just like there was so much going on and like i just like sometimes when you're on social media in general like too much like throughout the day it just throws off like your dopamine levels and everything and yeah. you just feel yeah. like crap like at the end of the day so i just like had to take a break like a few days after um so, what what keeps you motivated to keep to keep going now, right? So now you have 
two national titles, and now you're going for the world title, right? Mm-hmm. And then what do you want to do with that? What's your, like, motivation or purpose? Because I'm, like, personally, I'm having a lot of difficulty finding my reason or, like, my, like, purpose regarding all of this, especially... Uh, it's hard to justify any of it, especially as I'm getting older. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I think it comes down to... Um, there's a book that I read, and I consider the, the author of this book kind of like my mentor, like somebody that I really look up to in terms of life. And he said that the purpose of life... Sorry, is, what, what book is it? Uh, it's called um, The Path to Success okay. by um, Thomas Wilhite. It's like a, sort of an obscure book from a seminar that I took. But, but he said that basically the goal of life is to gain influence and to use that influence to help people. Um, and so part of what I feel like I'm trying to do is to become like a big voice in maybe not even just the yo-yo community, although I feel like that's important too, but even like just in, in general uh-huh. and use that to kind of hopefully inspire people to follow their passion, to accomplish the thing like to tell them the message that they can do anything that they really set their minds to um of course you have to have some sort of inclination but i do believe that with the right work you can get a lot of shit done you know so that so like essentially i just want to become somebody who's influential and can use that influence for good yeah um do you have a sort of strategy so like if you do win worlds right do you have a strategy for what you'll do from there Mm -hmm. like what you would do to then gain even more influence yeah yeah so um i think uh the next step is kind of to with the world's victory do a bunch of press releases to talk show hosts like jimmy fallon um you know ellen degeneres james corden and then try to like break into uh like the the general media and kind of grow yo-yoing and with that it can help bring profits to all of yo-yoing and hopefully i can share some of my messages that i feel like are important like to like i I hate to like be like so like cliche or whatever but like i I really want to make a better world Uh like eventually so so in my opinion one of the uh problems in staying power for yo-yoing is that there's a high uh like skill gap not a high skill gap but like a learning curve and uh, this happens at all levels, right? So even if at intermediate, even at our levels, like we try and hit tricks that are extremely hard, whether it's you're learning a trapeze or, you know, horizontal behind the back, whatever. Um, so for you as someone who has like, I would, in my opinion, I would consider some of your national titles to be won based off of the fact that there are specific trick combinations that are very hard that you've mastered. So, like, the behind-the-back Brent Stoles and, you know, the kind of really difficult elements that you have to really nail down. Um, what would be your advice to yo-yoers at all skill levels, you know? So, like, kind of honing in and learning new elements in general that are f- kind of foreign or, like, hard to get down. Mm-hmm. Well, like, what I've found is that it's actually kind of the opposite where, like, I know that there's some tricks that I'm really good at and some tricks that I'm, like, not very good at. Like, I just happen to luckily be good at reverse Brent stole behind the back to 2.5 hook. Yeah. Like, that's just, like, a trick that other people find really hard and that I find kind of easy. So, like, to somebody who's at the higher level, I'd say, instead of trying to learn all the difficult tricks, figure out what tricks 
like you're good at that nobody else can really do and i think i think you're kind of like that too where you have a bunch of like crazy arm stuff and your cross arm 2.5 hook that you do like all these different things are things that you find relatively simple but like a lot of people find difficult and that that's where it comes down to uh being able to like just use your strengths and your advantages to your fullest and not try to focus so much on like your weaknesses What would be, like, one quick trick that, like, you would find extremely difficult to do that some people find easy to do? Um, dude, there's so many. I mean, like, I find your cross-arm hooks pretty tough. Um, oh, Bergie's first combo from... The drop suicides? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, it seems, like, relatively simple, but, like, when I tried to do it, I couldn't hit it. Like, there was no way I could hit his entire combo. Um, like, I even tried to do it for Instagram. I spent, like like five hours trying to do it for instagram i I couldn't land it so like everybody has their thing yeah yeah i mean like i just find it crazy that bergy can do that trick but you probably find it like like another trick you know yeah it's relatively simple Mm -hmm. Uh, for me the the secret the real secret to that one is doing it as the first trick so you have perfect tension okay even even so though yeah. i've also <laughs> given a lot of tries to that trick and i yeah. can't do it as well yeah and like considering how long the combo is you even have to have like a yo-yo that can spin that long like with the the whole yeah like this the, the, the one where you cross, cross your arms and you land that like and everything the double uh like what is that oh, the double whip. slacks yeah and then yeah over it's crazy i like that that trick's really hard yeah. Even Gentry's tricks, like, I have a hard time doing a lot of his, like, chopstick stuff. Yeah. Um, but but he finds it easy. So, like, he kind of is using that to, like, to his advantage, the things that he's good at. And I feel like that's important at the highest level. I think I think in the same realm of kind of specializing your tricks that you're good at, I think it's just as important to try tricks that you don't know if you're good or not good at it. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, all of us have tried things that we thought we wouldn't be able to hit and then we just learn how to hit it and it's it just works yeah yeah sure like um actually ben gates uh was the one that inspired the be uh between the legs triangle the suicide yeah the suicide wow. and and like the first time he said like do do this i was like there's no fucking way. I'm, I'm not gonna do this there's yeah. no way i can do this trick but then he's like dude just like like just it would be so sick if you did and i was like dude i can't i actually can't but like I, I just tried it and like I started to get the hang of it and like eventually I started lining it consistently and I was like, dude, like you are totally right. Like I can actually hit this <laughs> trick. So I guess it's just like a lot of tricks that we think are impossible, we just haven't practiced enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah, so I think that sums up for now. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll do another one some other time. We'll here. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I'd be down. Yeah. Cool. So, any final words? Final words? Any, um, any, wor- any words of wisdom? Do you have any uh, cheesy quotes? or? Yeah, I mean, just... I think the biggest thing for me is just look for win-win situations in your life. There are situations where you benefit and somebody else loses out or somebody else win- like gets something for your loss. And just, like, don't look for any of those. Try to look for win-win situations. Like, with yo-yoing, for example. Like, when I go viral or something, of course, I'm going to make money from that because it's going to promote my brand. But hopefully, I can also, you know, grow yo-yoing as a whole so that everybody else can be profitable or can the yo-yo community can be profitable in general. 
So like always look for that. If you find somebody that you like as a friend, like this is like getting super philosophical, but look for somebody that's going to really like make you better. And 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 in turn, you also have to like make sure you make them better. If you have somebody who's a leech, who's taking all your energy, like I wouldn't be friends with them anymore. Yeah, you hear that Colin? <laughs> it's all yeah. Colin, man. The the mega leech. No. <laughs> Yeah, so, so just look for win-win situations. And if you follow that, I think your life will be successful. I think that's the, the key to life, personally. What's So, all right, this is probably closed out. Oh, go ahead. Okay, so in your opinion, uh, as someone, and we all have done this, we like the generation of tricks and creativity and tricks and stuff like that. Mm. Um, right now, Yoing is in a weird place where people want to share tricks, people don't want to share tricks, and there's people stealing tricks. And, you know, the general consensus in the community is that no trick is really stolen. It's kind of like we're shared. And I, I like that idea. Mm-hmm. But uh, do you think it's better or worse to kind of share the tricks that you're in progress with or you're afraid of people doing them or, you know what I mean? So, like, I, I think... I know, I know you've gotten flack in the past for, like... Yeah, yeah. quote-unquote stealing people's tricks, right? So, I like, know. yeah. Um, but, you know, with credit, I think... Like, there's there's debatable sides to both ends of this, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I, Well, like, I think that... Um, like, so, I'm definitely a good person to ask about this because I've gotten some heat from, like... Like, I actually want to apologize on the podcast to, like, Daniel Kim and, uh, like... I don't know. So, oh, the guy that I forget his name, but the guy that I took the uh, gunshot triangle from, <clears throat> I forget who it was. Some no, some uh, guy from China. I forget okay. his name. But anyways, so, <clears throat> Bergie, did I steal a trick from Bergie? I don't know. I don't think so. I I did I did do one of your a trick inspire or like one of your towers. I think um, the tower reject. I don't remember. It's fine. Anyways, so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, but so. I don't know. Personally, from my my perspective, like I always share like my new concepts, and if somebody uses my concepts, I think that's really awesome. But I think other people think of it different, and that's something I'm starting to realize now. Like after I know, I I actually didn't know at the time, like with Daniel Kim, that he was like a little like frustrated about that that I use his his trick, and uh, but but I like I wouldn't kind of like think that that was like how people thought but i guess now i'm starting to realize that so i got to be more careful yeah. about that but i think as long as you give proper credit and like really give proper credit like you know every time you do it like let people know who it is inspired by then it's it's fine yeah. um, but everybody's different too so yeah. you, you just got to take everybody's feelings into account and, and i think both me and you agree at least i'm starting to realize myself and i'm sure that you agree that uh posting things that you're not fully done with or things that are still in progress even though people will steal it it's a win-win situation right and i think you would benefit from not having to keep it secret for so long and you develop faster and you know people can work off of your ideas and you collaborate with yours more i think it's healthier in general mm-hmm. when you kind of share incomplete yeah. concepts or things in pr- transit sure yeah i think definitely sharing is sharing concepts is a really good idea because that's how like new tricks are created and that's where like that's how you push your ink to the next level so yeah um my thoughts on this whole topic is that i think that if you're on a competitive level that you have to take other people's tricks in order to do the best you possibly can do because sometimes there are just tricks that are better than all of the other ones that you already have and easier 
So it's like the right choice to use that trick. But uh, it sucks sometimes if, let's say, you take someone's trick and they're like a less a lesser known yo-yo player and then you get the credit for that yeah, trick that yeah. sucks for one thing so like mm-hmm. i can see like so like you don't want to discredit anyone's feelings but sometimes you just have to do it in order to be as good as you possibly can I, in contest where if you were to do that in a video and then not say anything that would be i think unethical mm-hmm. i think i think the best situation in in or the best thing to do in situations like these is to really credit those people. I mean, these are people who, like, there's a lot of yo-yos out there who are just sitting in their room making tricks, and some of them are good and some of them are not good. But Daniel Kim. Yeah, but, like, <laughs> Shout out to kind, of, Kim. kind of elevating these people and giving them oh, a lot of credit for what they're worth. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, kind of brings them more into the community and also incentivizes players to make new tricks and put them out there and, you know, mm-hmm. kind of get publicity from other people using them, and it's a positive experience overall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think we'll close it out on that note. Kevin, yeah. thank you so much. Yeah, man. This was, this was cool. Yeah, likewise. And, uh, yeah, so if you guys don't mind uh, checking out the YouTube channel for some Scales live action, we try to do it weekly. They're going live right now as we're recording this. As we're recording, there's a live going on that you might be missing out on, but you could also just be watching because we're in the... Right now we're in the past from when you're going to be listening to this. And yeah, subscribe to us on Instagram at Scales Collective. Guys. If you don't subscribe, I'll uh, eat your kids. Okay. <laughs> uh, so this was going really well until that just happened. <laughs> uh, do you want to just make your plugs and then we'll get out of here? <laughs> hashtag Yuri Factory Edge. Hashtag Yuri Factory Wedge. Hashtag uh, Plutonium Strings. That's it. Alright, there's a macaroni dance party going on in the middle it's, part. It's, so. at, it's at Evan the Odds. At it's, Evan the Odds. At Evan it's, the Odds. That's what he was trying to say. Okay. <laughs> Thank right. you for listening. We gotta go to this macarena dance party. We gotta party. go to this macarena dance party. <laughs> Let's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> Alright, you gotta go to them. Hey, how you doing? Alright, that about wraps it up. Thank you again to Evan for doing this interview with us. It was a blast. Congrats again on becoming the world champion. Uh, I want to thank our sponsors. That is SF Yo-Yos, G-Squared Yo-Yos, Monthly Throw, Unparalleled, Caribou Lodge, Smashing Yo-Yos, YoYoExpert.com, Corco, Duncan, Yo-Yo Factory, and Zipline Strings. Check us out on Instagram, that's at Scales Collective, and check us out on YouTube, which is also Scales Collective, for Scales Live, which generally happen weekly, if not more frequently. And give us any feedback. Uh, Shout us out on Instagram, and we always reply. We're very involved, and we love you guys. See you soon.